Hey guys, it is Tristan with Nerdettes Newsstand, and we we have some wonderful things to share today. This is coming from the San Sebastian Film Festival. If you guys know, we talked about this in a previous video. Johnny got like a lifetime achievement award. There was a bunch of people that came out and were like, "Oh, how can you have him there? He's such a terrible person." It's a bad representation. Yeah, no, it didn't work. It didn't work anyway. And it has been glorious to see this. It's constantly getting attention. It's doing great for his name in the media. And he has a few things I want to share that he said. There's one that I actually have a video of and then an article from Deadline. I will link in the pin comment if you want to read the original. But... Of course, if you are new to the channel and enjoy this type of content, make sure you hit subscribe. Leave me a like. Let me know down below what your thoughts are on not only Johnny finally feeling safe. Yes, he said he finally feels safe. But he also has a bit to say about cancel culture. And I find it very interesting and very, very, um, well, accurate. So let's take a look at the video first, because I think that is the more important one, because the other one is just quotes and it's definitely worth taking a listen to. It's about two minutes long. I'm going to stop it a couple times, but I want you to get the gist of what he is saying. Now, he is going to start off with that safe quote. So make sure you are listening. Do I feel uh, safe myself? Uh, yeah, I do. I do now. Um. I really like how he added now in there. I think that's a really important distinction to make. And I think it's smart that he actually made it. It's a nice little dig, right? Because it's important when you're faced with something um, as a... Uh, mind-bogglingly um, um, bewildering um, that sort of thing hits you from many many angles um, first 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 is what <laughs> what um, uh, so, because maybe, you know, uh, quite a while back now, <clears throat> prior to the, the various movements that came out, um, um, a couple with, I'm sure, the best of intentions, however, um, it, 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 it's, it's. I think it's also important to note how careful he is being with his words with the court case going on in you are in a Fairfax. He's got to be extremely careful and he's doing a good job. It just feels like he wants to say what he cannot say. 
so far out of hand now that um, I can promise you that no one is safe. Not one of you. Not one of you. Not anyone out that door. No one is safe as long as someone is willing to say one sentence. It takes one sentence and uh, and then there's no more ground. So this is all of the video that I have, but let's talk a little bit about what he said. And of course, I want to talk about the article here um, from Deadline, who does a decent job of kind of going through it. But what he specifically said at the end of that video is no one is safe. Now, we didn't get the end of that quote, unfortunately. Everything has gotten so far out of hand. We see this done time and time and time again. It doesn't matter that you are human and imperfect, just like me, just like your neighbor, and just like Johnny. This cancel culture has got out of hand. We see it, I just spoke about it with, um, uh, who was, uh, the lady that says, if you don't buy my books, buy, uh, Kelly Sudakonic, her trying to get canceled again. We see it with T. Franklin. We've seen it with Carduna. Uh, Gina Carano. It happens all the time on both sides. We've seen it with um, uh, the director of Suicide Squad and James Gunn. We see it all the time happen. And it's really unfortunate. We need to let people use those moments instead as learning, learning moments, right? Instead, use those moments as something they can grow and evolve as a imperfect human from, even if they're terrible moments, as long as they're not illegal. That's where I cross the line. And that's why I think the only way I've supported um, some sort of cancellation culture is when it comes to Amber, because what she did was crossing a line of legality, abuse, and in a weird way, subjugation. So he says, no one is safe. From the movement calling people to stand up and uh, people facing injustices. It can be seen as an event in history that lasted for however long it lasted. This cancel culture, this instant rush to judgment based on essentially amounts to polluted air. And that's right. With social media and everything nowadays, everyone has an opinion and they're instant with that opinion. It may change within a few hours. Sometimes when you have, you know, some new, brand new news come out and you sit on it and you think and maybe you get someone else's opinion and then you get your, you know, maybe your best friend's opinion or your significant other's opinion and you you start to change your mind. Right. Um, that instant reaction is already out there. And everybody has one and then it becomes a mob and then it gets fueled. And then it gets weaponized. And that's where I will not let that line cross. It's so far out of hand now that I promise you no one is safe. Not one of you. Not one out that door. No one is safe. It takes one sentence and there is no more ground. The carpet has been pulled. It's not just me that this has happened to. It's happened to a lot of people. This type of thing happened to women, men. Sadly, at a certain point, they begin to think that it's normal or it's just them, but it's not. I think a better way 
to if you are somebody that generally participates in this cancel culture instead of weaponizing your ideas or opinions. Like I said, you should let them grow, but of course, always use your wallet. Usually the market will decide. So he goes on, he says, it doesn't matter if a judgment per se has taken some artistic license when there is injustice, whether or not it's against you or someone you love or someone you believe in. Stand up, don't sit down because they need you. Think that, what is that famous saying? I'd rather die on my, die standing up or something than die on my knees, right? Um, But it's the point of the sentence. You need to fight for what you believe in. And unfortunately, everybody is just fighting, not for what they believe in, for attention. Um, He said that he was a little bit worried that his presence would offend people. He didn't want to offend anyone. He's being a (laughs) empathetic human being, even though it's silly. It's about him. He's still being that person. That's because of all those people speaking out against the festival. He says, I haven't done anything. I just make movies. Hollywood is certainly not what it used to be. The studio system, the grudge matches. That's important. The pandemonium and chaos of cinematic release to streaming. In this, it's a case of no matter what, I'm going to get mine. That's where these people are coming from. And I also think when I say, you know, grudge matches, it has gotten to a point where on social media, it's a, I want to get a gotcha, so I'm going to get those. SJWs, or I want to get a gotcha, so I'm going to get those man babies. It's a grudge match, and that's really unfortunate. Um, they realize they're just as disposable as I am, some more so. Large, large corporations take control of these things as someone who takes part in the creation of cinema. How much more formula do we need for the likes of studios? How much more condensation? Condensation? not condensation. I can't say the word. Um, condens- well, you know what I mean. Do we need, uh, as audience, I think that Hollywood has grotesquely underestimated the audience. And I agree on a lot of that. I do agree. Um, it's become a, huh, an adoption of reboots upon um, a lot of lazy writing and changing something for the fact of a gender or a sexuality instead of changing something organically. And there is a lot of organic change. I'm not saying that, and I'm not against representation. I think that's pretty clear. But I do think there is organic ways of going about doing it, as we've seen even using Green Lantern comics as of recently. As a good example, we've seen Jeffrey Thorne really dive into characters like Joe Mullion and Teen Lantern and really flesh them out. And I think that's what needs to be done instead of you know, quick changes for a buck, for a for a um, easy way, a cash grab, and then you're done, right? And that's some of these IPs people have loved for years, and it's really a shame. So anyways, I thought this was a really good representation talking about cancel culture specifically. I think Johnny did a good job of not only standing up for himself without getting in trouble, but standing up for what he believes in. And at the end of the day, that's the most important. And and if enough people start doing that, maybe that pendulum will swing one last time. Maybe go down the middle at least. Come on, we can can go for the middle. Anyways, let me know, of course, what you guys think about this. I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.